If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you have a wonderful pregnancy and afterbirth experience. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. So today is an episode close to my heart. We're talking about how to sleep with pelvic pain during pregnancy. And pelvic pain is something I I had during my second pregnancy and I had it quite severely and it affected every facet of my life at that period of time. So I totally understand if you're experiencing it right now, you're certainly not alone because unfortunately, according to the Australian Journal of General Practice, the majority of women, so up to 85% of pregnant women might experience pelvic girdle pain at some point in time during their pregnancy. And unfortunately, it is often underreported and therefore undertreated and it can cause havoc. So if we're not sleeping properly, if we're in pain, it can contribute to our mental health. It can contribute to every facet of life, like how we, our enjoyment of the pregnancy, how we're coping with looking after any toddlers, perhaps you're working full time. Sleep, we all need it. It can get tricky when we're pregnant and it can be extra tricky if you've got pelvic curdle pain. So in this episode today, we're going to talk about a few few questions, so how to sleep with pelvic pain. But firstly, let's quickly chat about what is pelvic pain, what are some causes of pelvic girdle pain, and then we will go into some management options, which will hopefully help you have a better night's sleep. Before we do dive into this episode, I invite you all to come and join us for a free trial inside Fitness Mama, especially if you've got pelvic girdle pain. Because Fitness Mama has pelvic girdle pain-friendly options for exercises, exercises that are designed to not flare up your pain, to help support your body in this stage of pregnancy, and to help reduce your your level of pain and comfort or improve your level of comfort. So Fitness Mama has exercises that are specifically designed if you do have pelvic girdle pain. And it's really designed to help support you during your pregnancy, birth and motherhood journey. So just head to fitnessmama.com and check it out. Come and join us for a free seven-day trial. Okay, let's dive into it. So let's just get to basics. So what is pelvic pain? So we've talked about how it's really common, but some women find it's a bit tricky to know about. And sometimes we do group pelvic pain and back pain together, even though they are different, different situations and they're a different thing. But some of these, if you've got back pain, some of these strategies I'm talking about today might still help you. But we're specifically talking about 
about pelvic girdle pain, which is a pain that you might feel around your pelvis. So it might be at the front of your pelvis in your pubic symphysis, which is that bony part at the very bottom base at the front. It might be at the back, and that might be around your sacrum, like near your tailbone area, you know, that bony bit at the very base of your spine. You might feel it on one side of it or the other side of it, so it might be left or right, or it might be both. Perhaps you're feeling some discomfort in your glutes, in your muscle belly, around your buttock area, on one side or both sides, and you might even be experiencing it down that outside part of your hip or the inside part of your hip, so your your groin area. So it's quite vague in terms of the description, but pretty much any pain around your pelvis is generally considered pelvic girdle pain. And there are more specific tests. If you do go and have an assessment from a physio, there's certainly some more specific tests to really pinpoint where the pain is originating from. So what are the causes of pelvic girdle pain? And we're specifically talking about pregnancy here. So pregnancy is a time in our life when there's a lot happening to the body but I'm going to break it down into three main things that are contributing possibly to your pelvic girdle pain. First is that you've got postural changes happening. So your belly is growing with a beautiful baby inside your belly. So your abdominal muscles are stretched. Perhaps there's a bit more of a C shape, that curve, curvature that's happening in your lower back. So when your, when your posture changes, your center of gravity changes, and this can contribute to mechanical changes. So when I talk about mechanical changes, I'm talking about how sometimes we walk differently when we're pregnant, and that's because everything's stretched and your belly's, and as I said, your, your center of gravity shifted and you've had those postural changes which can, which can then mean that we walk and we move differently too. And this might cause some muscles to tighten, some muscles to stiffen up, some to stretch, so those mechanical changes. And then we've got the contribution of hormonal changes with pregnancy. So all those beautiful, that cocktail of hormones that's ripening up your body and your pelvis for birth. So it's these hormonal changes that are doing their job in terms of helping your pelvis gently expand and get ready for if you're having a vaginal birth or even if you're having a cesarean, your body doesn't know that and you're still, your body's preparing for the descent of your baby through your pelvis. But unfortunately, these hormonal changes that are happening, they're not just focused just on the pelvis, they sort of wreak havoc throughout the whole body. But they're the, in in very um, general terms, they're the three main causes of pelvic pain, postural changes that are happening, mechanical changes and hormonal changes. So let's get to the big question because I know you probably don't want to go too much into anatomy and the biomechanics here. How do you sleep with pelvic pain? It's a big question. So as I said, it's such an important one because I remember all too well just that that deep-seated sleep deprivation, which you put that on top of pain and looking after a toddler, it's not a fun mix. So if you're feeling like that at the moment, I hope you're doing okay. So hopefully this helps. So before we start talking about what to do when you're sleeping, I actually want to talk through a few strategies to 
hopefully help you before you even lie down in bed. So what are some things that you can do during the day to hopefully help you have a better night's sleep? And I do just want to point out, this is all general information only. I obviously don't know your specific situation and and what's happening to you. So please, if you've got any questions or concerns or your pain's getting worse or if it's not getting better, please do consult your own healthcare provider, whether or not that's your doctor, but you might also need to go and see your local women's health physio or trusted health professional to help support you with that individual diagnosis and treatment. Okay, let's go through a few strategies that you can do to during the day that may help to reduce to improve your sleep at night time. This episode is proudly brought to you by Solidea, providing all of your pregnancy and recovery support needs. Solidea's maternity range supports your changing body throughout your pregnancy and the postpartum period. The proven compression and patented fabric helps to reduce back and pelvic joint pain, swelling and varicose veins, and it's safe and effective following vaginal and caesarean section deliveries. Solidea improves recovery from episiotomies, tears, hematomas, and after caesarean births. Made in Italy, Solidea's maternity range ensures pregnant women and new mums look good and feel great. Recommended by obstetricians and physiotherapists, Solidea is offering 20% off using the code FITNEST20. That's F-I-T-N-E-S-T-20. So if you're in the market for some new support wear for pregnancy or postpartum, definitely go and check them out with the code FITNESS20 for 20% off. So visit www.solidea that's s-o-l-i-d-e-a dot com dot au and check them out for yourself and the link is in the show notes okay i've got a big list sitting all these dot points sitting in front of me i don't know which to start with because they're all equally important important so let's start at the start It is thought that pelvic girdle pain is an inflammatory sort of pain. And that's why sometimes we feel the pain at nighttime. It's that inflammation. So I'm not going to go into the technical side of things, but because of that, this is why I recommend regular ice on your joints. So any ice on any of those sore patches during the day, because the idea is that ice can help to reduce the inflammation that then helps you to sleep better at nighttime. So there's a bit of a bit of a grey area in terms of ice versus heat. I know some people swear by heat, some people swear by ice. I like to say try ice first, and especially if it's on the joints, so on your pubic symphysis at the front of your pelvis or your sacroiliac joints at the back. If it's very jointy pain, I recommend popping you know that pack of frozen peas, wrap it in a tea towel, put it on there for twenty minutes every few hours. If the pain is more in your muscle, like the muscle belly and your deep glutes, that's when, or your back, that's when perhaps a heat might be more effective to help loosen off 
the muscle, like if there's muscle spasm. But if in doubt, go for ice first and do that consistently for a few days to see what sort of relief there is. And then maybe you could test trial heat and see what works better. I always found personally that heat is always much nicer when it's on and it feels much more relaxing. Who likes putting an ice pack on? But I found personally and my clients and members find that ice has more of the long-term impact. Okay, secondly, abdominal supports might really help here. So I've done a whole episode on the the pros and cons of different types of abdominal supports, but this might be where you want to check out some abdominal support that also has the support around the gusset, around the pelvis. So SRC, Lenny Rose Active, Solidea, they're just three really common ones that I think about straight away, not endorsed by anyone. I've got no affiliations with any of them at all. But also if you might need, if you've got really bad pelvic girdle pain, this perhaps might be where you need a pelvic belt. But I wouldn't recommend buying that without having the input of a physio to help measure you up and see what's appropriate for you. Okay, let's talk about some stretches and mobility around the pelvis. We do tend to stiffen up around the pelvis. So some stretches that are generally well-tolerated, glute stretches. And on my Instagram, I've got a lot of reels that show a lot of these stretches. And I know a podcast is hard to describe it. So do jump onto my Instagram at fitnessmama. And of course, my program, it's got all of this, these perfect stretches and exercises, perfect for postpartum. So jump on my website, fitnessmama.com and feel free to, you know, jump into that free trial. So some stretch, let's stretch the tight muscles. So glutes, pelvic tilts can be brilliant. Getting that mobility around the pelvis is super important. I know a lot of people say we need to strengthen, strengthen, strengthen. I think it's really important to get that balance. Yes, we do want to strengthen any muscles that are that are weak and that we, we need that stability around the pelvis, but we also need that mobility and we need to focus on that posture too. So that's where exercises that are appropriate for pelvic girdle pain are really important. Horizontal rest is next on the list. So lying down, so lie down on your side, especially in the afternoons, five-minute bursts can make all the difference. And sometimes if someone was to implement just, if you were to implement just two of what I've just said, and that was lie down a cup for five minutes with an ice pack on your painful spots a couple of times during, during the day, that in itself can sometimes make a huge difference to your night pain. So horizontal rest, especially in the afternoons. The next on the list is breaking down tasks. So if you're finding you have to be sitting uh, sitting for long periods or standing for long periods or walking for longer periods, can you chunk them up and break them down and have some rest periods? So for example, if you've got a job where you're standing up all day, can you just have a few periods where you're sitting down or quick lie down if you can? You know, if you're sitting down at a desk, can you have some periods where you you walk or move or lie down? So breaking down tasks, if you're really sore when it gets to that, if you've got toddlers and you're from five o'clock, you're doing meal time and bath time, can you sneak in a five minute lie down? Perhaps that's when you read to your toddler at 5.30, 6, 4.30, whatever it is, just to chunk up 
the task. And on that note, with walking, I know walking is a brilliant exercise for pregnancy. It's free, it's low impact, and it's a beautiful exercise. It gets you out in the fresh air. But unfortunately, if you've got pelvic girdle pain, it might not be your best option at the moment. So perhaps for a couple of weeks, you could consider substituting it with a pelvic girdle pain friendly option because I do find, I don't know if it's the action of walking can sometimes flare things up. And the interesting thing is we find often the walking itself feels fine, but it's the pain a few hours later and at nighttime that where when it tends to rear its head. So just have a think about, I'm not telling you you have to do any of this sort of stuff. I just want you to have a think about your current day and see which of these resonate with you. You might pick and choose as you please and what works for your lifestyle. Okay, if your pain is really bad and you're really having trouble sleeping and you're struggling with walking during the day, this might be when you might want to consider crutches for a week or two weeks. And again, it doesn't mean you're going to be on crutches for the rest of your pregnancy, but even just if you got the crutches out for four o'clock in the evening, just to help if you have to walk, it might then help to take the pressure off those joints and help you have a better night's sleep. Again, it's just temporary. We're just talking about short-term pain relief here to help you sleep better overnight. Again, it's not for everyone. I know I did not want to consider crutches at all, and I sort of regret that in hindsight. I think I let my own ego get in the way, and I think if I had used crutches a little bit more, it may well have helped. (laughs) Okay. And of course, as I said, if pain doesn't settle or you have any concerns, please do seek advice from your healthcare professional. Right. So there are a few strategies I've thrown at you for during the day. So I'll just summarize them really quickly. We're talking about icing. We're talking about abdominal supports. We're talking about some appropriate stretches and exercises. We're talking about horizontal rest. So lying down, breaking up tasks, breaking up your walking. So whether or not that's, you know, you need some crutches or perhaps you just need to reduce the quantity of walking or the length of the walking or have a rest at the halfway mark. So see what works for you. Or stop walking altogether and substitute it with a more pelvic pain-friendly option. So that might be swimming, the workouts inside Fitness Mama. There's lots of options. So hopefully that's helped just get you thinking about some things you might want to add to your day. And now let's quickly talk about what you can do once once you are in bed at nighttime. So before bed... If you're having trouble sleeping, I recommend popping that ice pack on just before bed, doing some nice glute stretches, some of your pelvic pain friendly stretches just before bed might be perfect, even if that's just a few gentle pelvic tilts sitting on the edge of the bed. Okay, now let's talk about pillows. So let's say you're in bed, what pillows can you use? So again, there's a lot on the market. There's a lot that you can buy from full body wrap pillows to belly pillows to beans. There's there's a whole range. So let's first of all just talk about the normal pillows that you've got at home. You could try one in between your knees and one under your belly if I'm assuming you're sleeping on your side. So considering when you're sleeping on your side, again, this is another thing. It's actually quite hard to talk about on a podcast and I've got a real 
that on the day that this is released, I'll actually reshare it with different sleep options. So when we lie on our side, directly on our side, sometimes that can encourage quite a bit of pressure through the hip joints. If we can shift our weight slightly forwards or slightly back off that direct, like so it's not directly on the hip joint, that can sometimes really help. So if you're rolling slightly forwards, if you've got a super big belly, this might not be appropriate for you, but this might work in your earlier stage pregnancy and then you might need some like a pillow to put under your upper body just to help prevent that full roll. And then if you're lying slightly back, you might want to chalk up pillows behind your back to stop yourself lying fully on your back. So we still want to be on your side, but I'm just talking about we don't want to be directly on your side. Either consider what it feels like lying slightly forwards on your side or slightly back on your side. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I've just realized how crazy that might sound. Come and check out my Instagram at Fitness Mama or come and join the membership where I've got videos to show you exactly what I mean. Okay, so we've talked about the position of the body. We've talked about trialing some different pillows. If So my suggestion with the pillows once more is try the cheapest option first. Try using pillows that you've got around the house. If that doesn't work, then you might want to consider, you know, if you want to borrow a pillow from a friend or what consider what your other options are. And if your pain is really bad and none of the positions I've said are working and you're in a lot of pain and discomfort, this is where high sitting for a couple of nights can, like sleeping in high sitting can help. So you get lots of pillows and get yourself up so you're on 45 degree angle and you sleep sort of, it's it's not on your back, which we don't recommend, but in 45 degrees. So your head is up. So it's in a semi-reclined sitting position. Generally, that's reserved for the mums who are just exhausted and they just can't get comfortable lying on their side. And then the other thing I forgot to mention with lying on your side, this is one more little trick up my sleeve, is a few of my clients have really found success getting some eggshell foam to put on top of their mattress but under their sheet. So there are some really expensive ones on the market, but you could even go to a, like in Australia, we've got Clark's Rubber and get yourself a metre square of eggshell foam <laughs> because that eggshell foam is thought to distribute the weight, helps distribute the weight in your hip joint. So again, I'm just throwing a few options out there. You, I'm not saying you need to do them all. I'm just putting it out there so that you can pick and choose which might work for you and your situation. And in terms of moving around in bed, if you're wanting to tr- go from one side to the other side, this is where doing a six-point turn can be really helpful. So rather than just rolling straight from one side to the other, bend up your hips and knees or bend, bend up your knees so your heels and your feet are on the bed and then use your, push through your feet to lift your hips up a little bit and do that six times or so until you're, you're fully on the other side. So I call it my six-point roll. So don't just roll over in one turn. Bend your knees, bend your hips and knees, and then putting that weight through the heels helps to activate your glutes. So you go into a bit of a glute, like a bridge, and you do that a few times. So that can be really helpful with pelvic pain too. 
And you do that with potentially a pillow in between your knee and make sure you use those glutes and that bridge. There you are, ladies. Um, if you're stiff in the morning when you wake up, that's a really that's also really common if you're having night pain. Before you just get out of bed and start your day, try doing some beautiful open book stretches, some nice pelvic tilts. This is why you're lying lying down in bed. So pelvic tilts, open book stretches, just some gentle movement before you start your day and before you stand up and get going. That's it, ladies. I've thrown a lot at you, but hopefully from that, you're obviously listening to this if you've got pelvic girdle pain and you're, you're struggling to sleep. So I hope that helps with a few options and suggestions. Come and let me know on Instagram if this has been helpful. Like if you trial a few of these things and it helps with your sleep, I would love to hear from you. So come and send me a message, an Instagram message at Fitness Mama. That's it, ladies. Um, don't forget if you'd like to come and join a seven-day free trial and come and try some pelvic girdle pain-friendly exercises out. We've got lots of those self-management strategies that I've talked to you about with some videos to make it a little bit easier to understand that my members have found a lot of relief with. Just head to the website and would love to support you during your pregnancy journey. Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I nearly forgot a really important thing. I just want to quickly mention this. If you've got pelvic girdle for pain for one pregnancy, unfortunately, you're more likely to have it for subsequent pregnancies, according to research. So generally, the pain does settle once pretty quickly once you have your baby, once your baby's born. But if, if or when you become pregnant again, you might be a bit more likely to get it. But the good news is research has also shown if you have if you do postnatal rehab, so if you help your body recover after having a baby, if you help your body get stronger in those all-important muscles and your posture and your core, then it they've actually found that reduces your risk of getting pelvic girdle pain for subsequent pregnancies. So I just wanted to quickly let you know that because if you're pregnant, I, I know that was a big worry for me with going into my third pregnancy. So yes, it's good news. So definitely once you're over this pregnancy and hopefully your pain settled and you're feeling better, don't forget about your postnatal rehab. I hope you have a lovely day or night whenever you're listening to this podcast and we'll catch you next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.